Love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. What lies do you believe about love? I'm Zara Hairston, an author and relationship coach who helps mistreated women struggling with toxic attachments to set boundaries in unhealthy areas so they can maintain their personalized emotional growth goals. Welcome to my podcast, What Kind of Love Is This?, where I uncover common deceptions that lead us to accept what isn't even love. Brought to you by ZaraHairston.com. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling or therapy. It is intended for informational purposes only. Hey, Truth Tribe. Did you live in love in the whole truth and nothing but the truth since we last talked? Welcome back to a new week where you can find motivate. Say it with me, y'all. Where you can find motivation to move forward stronger. Or try again, because sometimes we miss the mark, if that was not the case since the last episode. As a reminder, episodes do release on the second and fourth Friday, but I did take an episode off last month, so that's why you missed what kind of a love is this, but I'm back with a brand new episode. Before we get into the live for today, My life coaching schedule for new clients is now open for discovery calls where I see if you're a client match. So if you like an experienced coach with a counseling background to walk alongside and help you figure out what boundaries to set so you can manage emotions, grow mindset, work through religious hurt, Stop accepting mistreatment, determine and confront insecurities, find confidence again, expose deceptive beliefs, pinpoint necessary change strategy and or work through new life events, visit ZaraHairston.com slash coach me to submit your inquiry for a free 15 minute discovery calls, serious inquiries only. This is not the form you should use if you just want to talk to me because you enjoy my podcast or you've heard some Zara royalty music or you're a fan of Eshawn Burgundy and you like, I'm going to take that opportunity to set up a call and talk to her and tell her about it. No, that is not what the coach me form is for. Serious inquiries only for those who want coaching for some of the things I mentioned. And note, my coaching services are not counseling. There is some overlap between coaching and counseling, but it is important to note they are not identical. However, they can be complementary. While you get the benefit of a coach with counseling credentials, since I have a master's degree in faith-based counseling, Coaching services are not the same as counseling services. So you should not seek coaching services with the expectation of receiving counseling services. So for example, say, you know, you're dealing with something that may take one to two years to work through. Coaching is probably not for you because coaching is a little shorter term and it it doesn't really have like a medical approach to things. It's not just for you to hash out your feelings or, you know, I just want to vent. 
And I, I kind of want to be in like a therapeutic setting. While coaching has some aspects and elements of that, it, it is not just that. We're really sitting down and we're strategizing a goal and you're working with me. I'm not just doing all the work to help you come to a realization with coaching. Um, because I have that background and that skill set is definitely there. But again, coaching is a little shorter term. It usually maxes out around a year would be like the maximum on an issue. If something takes longer than a year, then you probably need counseling or therapy. Um, but there's a short list at that ZaraHarrison.com coach me link, which compares the two and you can find the link and it's not all descriptive, but it gives you just a little snapshot, but you can find the link in the description or show notes of this podcast. If you like to go directly to that link instead of typing it in. Also, if you love my relationship quotes and they bless your life and when you read it, you like, mm, I needed that for today that I, that I post on Instagram and you're wondering why I have not been posting them on Instagram, I have made my relationship quotes exclusive to my patrons. So consider becoming a patron for as little as a dollar a month to get those weekly quotes. And if you turn on Patreon notifications, they'll go right to your email address so you won't even have to worry about signing in to Patreon to view them. Just make sure you also um, check your spam and tell your inbox is not spam in case they go there. Now, the lie we're going to deal with in this episode is, I just have to deal with the way they are. Oh, y'all, I remember probably almost 20 years ago now, really hurting from the poison injected into a relationship I had with a certain family member by their toxic ways and behavior. Now at the time, I didn't really have the knowledge I have now, so I didn't really know what to do. But I did know whenever I was in their presence, I'd suddenly grow weary and feel darkness around me, like heavy. Their presence primarily included negative feelings and even depression and anxiety. So whenever I was around them, that's how I would feel primarily. I'm not gonna say they weren't sometimes that were good because you can't, with toxic people, sometimes you have certain moments, but that's the deception and the trick. That's how you kind of get reeled in and you get stuck and you're like, but it's not all bad, but it's primarily bad. But anyway, I was explaining to another family member how every time I was in this particular family member's presence, I only felt relief once I could escape their company. It was like that popular quote, some cause happiness wherever they go, others whenever they go. And I could really relate when it came to this person. The family member's advice for me was, you just have to understand that's the way they are and deal with it. Family is family. We learn to deal with people for who they are when we love them. And you know, trauma in childhood is so common. We often don't realize it's the very thing destroying who we are as adults. To move past it, we have to go back to where it began. It came to pass, book one in the beginning. Visit itcametopass.com for more information. That's 
It came, the number two, pass.com. That never sat right with me. When they told me that, I thought to myself, so the toxic person gets to be toxic and everybody else has to suffer their poisonous behavior simply because that's the way they are? While so many people believe the deception that we should just accept people the way they are, even at the even at the expense of our own health and well-being. Always felt it was simply a dysfunctional and harmful excusing of someone's toxicity. And this was before I even had the experience and background I do in counseling and coaching. Because even Yah does not call us to that. Now, when I was in traditional church settings, which I no longer am in, I was always taught that way as well. It was forgiveness and love was always preached, but holding people accountable for sinful actions and, and encouraging them to repent wasn't as popular of a sermon or speech. Yet scripture shows many examples of the necessity in cutting poison out before it destroys. Matitahu which is Hebrew for Matthew chapter seven, verse 19 says, every tree that brings not forth good fruit is hewn, meaning cut down and not just cut down, but cast into the fire. And that verse is not just talking about the trees in your backyard and in nature, but people, Another example includes Metatahu or Matthew chapter 18, verse 17, which says, and it says this after detailing a list of opportunities to change. But if he neglect to hear all those things you just didn't say before, the called out assembly, let him be unto you as a heathen man and a publican meaning broken relationship that is cut due to their behavior and refusal to listen or change. Now we're treating them like something else other than we did when we were in close fellowship and intimate relationship. See, the most high is not okay with people hurting and abusing us because that's quote, the way they are. And by abuse, I do not just mean physical, any and all types of abuse including emotional and spiritual. And I'm going to do a future podcast on what abuse is because some people think it's just, he knocked my teeth out, he slapped me, he pushed me down. They don't think abuse is control and domination. He doesn't, every time I have a good friend who cares about me, he isolates me from them so that nobody cares about me. And he can't, you know, he can continue to harm me and I have no one to go to or help. That's abuse. Or they may not think abuse is, um, she calls me excessively all day long, wondering where I am and telling me to come back home whenever I leave. That's abuse. Okay. So that's abuse when it's linked to controlling and manipulative behavior. So I'm going to do a future podcast about that. Like, how do I recognize if this is even abuse? We're going to talk about that later. But in any case, 
the most high is not okay with people hurting and abusing and mistreating us simply because that's the way they are. So I just have to accept it because that's how they are. Yah calls us to tell people the truth. So the sinful ways in which someone operates can be dealt with through acknowledgement and repentance. That's why we tell people the truth to bring them to repentance so that the Ruach can deal with the seeds you planted and, and it can inspire acknowledgement and repentance. Now, does it always do that depending on the person? No, but that doesn't mean we're not called to tell them the truth. And I'm, and listen, if you're dealing with somebody who is not safe, like if you confront them, they may physically assault you, then be careful about confronting them. So I'm not telling you to confront people who are going to hit you or um, isolate you or do something harmful because you confront them. I'm talking about confronting people who, you know, they might just have a little hissy fit. That doesn't mean that we don't confront them because when we do, they get mad because that is a tactic to get you to just shut up. But anyway, the point is when we just accept the toxic way people treat us in relationship, we enable them in their sin. That's what we're doing. And once we tell them the truth and give them opportunity to repent, if they, like the example in Matitahu 18:17, quote, refuse to listen, the relationship dynamic must change. Yah or the most high. Y'all know I don't call the most high God because there are many gods, only one true and living Elohim, but there are many gods. So I call Elohim his name, which is Yah or Yahuwah. Y'all know I don't call uh, the Messiah Jesus because that is not his name. It is Yahusha. So when you hear me say Yah, I'm talking about the most high. But Yah does not call us to keep drinking poison, but to put the cup down and turn away. And unfortunately, leave them to their own devices when they refuse to listen. Mishlai is the actual name for Proverbs. And in chapter 29, 1, it says when those toxic people are left to their own devices, it only leads to destruction. And you do not want to go with them. And that's where they'll take you. They'll take you right with them to destruction. You'll have blood right on your hands too. Um... To be specific, Mishlai or Proverbs 29, one specifically says he that being often reproved hardens his neck, meaning they only get harder to reason with about their toxic, sinful behaviors when you confront them. That person, it says, and I'll continue, shall suddenly be destroyed in that without remedy. Ooh, without remedy, that's not a good place to be. There are many more examples about how the Most High deals with and tells us to deal with poison, which at the root is just sin. Like toxic people are just walking in sin if we want to just get all the way down to the root. So when we adopt the philosophy that we must just accept the way a toxic person behaves toward us because it's just how they are. We are actually going against how Yah tells us to deal with sin. How's it going so far? In the midst of that toxic relationship you might be dealing with, whether it's your parent, spouse, coworker, family member, whoever it may be. 
Is this podcast filling you up with strength and encouragement to face it with a healthier outlook? Do you want to show your support? If so, I just wanted to stop for a moment and remind you that you can support this free podcast when you order from my shop, send a gift, or become a monthly patron. Your support not only helps you, but others, including myself. So if you find value in my content and it helps you grow, please consider showing your support. Find the links in the episode description. Thanks so much for your consideration. Now, back to the episode. Seeing the reason we are how we are is due to multiple theories and life experiences from genetics to childhood traumas and parental influence you can find more than 20 personality development theories actually so when we simply accept toxic people for who they are we don't challenge the harmful toxic behaviors they've picked up to practice which led them to abuse or mistreat or just to be real sin against you consistently when someone tells us to accept someone's toxic ways because that's how they are and we believe that we just have to deal with the way they are what's really being said is to just excuse their behavior and continue to be poisoned it don't sound right when when you when you say it like that right when somebody says oh just keep drinking the poison oh when you breathe that in it's poisoning you just keep breathing it in you're like no I'm not gonna do that but that's what's happening when you expose yourself to a toxic person we all need to practice growth even and especially toxic people even though toxic people usually don't it's fine to accept who we are and who people are. It's healthy to accept like who you are. Yet, that does not excuse any of us when it comes to practicing sin versus practicing repentance and growth. To accept someone for who they are does not mean we have to consent to being poisoned or constantly sinned against. Look, It is just fine to grow to a point where we can say, I accept you for who you are, yet who you are refuses to stop abusing me. So I refuse to be your victim. Now, somebody's out there like, but what about the scriptures that we're supposed to forgive 70 times, seven times? Recognize forgiveness and reconciliation are not the same thing and if you didn't know grace does expire Romain which is Hebrew for Romans chapter 6 verse 1 through 2 says what shall we say then shall we continue in sin that grace may abound shall we continue in sin that grace may abound i'll say it again in case you missed it shall we continue in sin that grace may abound the scripture continues never never how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer there in 
Listen, I know when dysfunctional or deceived people shame you for practicing self-care, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical health, because you say, you know what? No more. You cannot continue to poison me through our connection and relationship. And they tell you, you need to learn how to accept toxic behavior because that's just the way they are. It can leave you feeling confused, guilty, like you're not practicing love and forgiveness and even deeper bury you in deception. I'm here to comfort you with the truth and tell you accepting the way someone is must not mean the same thing as consenting to receive the poison from their toxic behaviors. We can recognize and accept the way someone is without having to suffer in relationship with their sins. Because after all, what kind of love seeks to continue in sin? Remember, love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. I'm Zara Hairston, sending you the comfort of truth. Do you need more individualized support to identify, overcome, and prevent toxic attachments? Your need and my expertise might just be a match. Go to ZaraHairston.com slash coach me to find out. Yeah, bless. Thanks for enjoying this podcast.